J.D. Talking Sports. It is Friday, July 3rd, 2020. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think even with FedEx coming after Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder is going to say, change the name of the Washington Redskins? I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. I don't care what kind of, kind of pressure. They're putting pressure on everybody's putting pressure on Dan Snyder. I don't think Dan Snyder gives two freaking shits about any of that stuff. I was talking to my cousin Hal today because Texas A&M got brought up on, on recruiting violations and Jimbo Fisher got a six-month show cause. Whatever. They get. So they're going to – it's a band bowl, all that kind of crap. And he was telling me about some of his best friends that grew up. They went to – Texas A&M, and he made a joke about them that even that they succeeded in life even without getting a formal education. I like that dig against the uh, Aggies from the Longhorns. I asked him if there's going to be any college football this year. He does not think so. I do not think so. He asked me if I went to a, ever went to a big game, and I went to with Gumbo Chef. We went to see UNC play Flow State when Florida State was two, and I think we were three. We got blown out actually. Oscar Davenport, I think, broke his leg. And they they went they went through two I think they they beat we got the shit we, we got the shit kicked out of them. ESPN game day was there we had a good time but we got blown out. And that's what I remember about that day. And I didn't know Michael Jordan, Dean Smith sent all of his former players a two hundred dollar check, which you know some people were going to donate to charity and whatever. Uh, wrote a nice letter to all his, his former players and uh, Michael Jordan's son said they framed the two hundred dollar check, which I thought was you know. Really spoke highly of him. Now, this was interesting. So MLB, they did their own type of sandlot. The MLB All-Star secretly met in Florida organized sandlot games during quarantine. According to Athletic Brit Groley, a group of more than 30 players, including uh, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Giancarlo Stanton, Paul Goldschmidt congregated Palm Beach Gardens High School to hold an impromptu training camp. On two occasions, the workouts morphed into nine-inning Sandlock-style baseball games that would have been must-see events if available to the public. According to Eric Cressy, owner of Cressy Sports Performance Gym and the organizer of baseball's season secret training camp, he did take some video of both games. Eventually, a highlight reel may be released to the public. However, Cressy said streaming and promoting such an event during the shutdown and during the negotiations to restart the season may not have gone over well. Now, Cressy is also was hired by, this winter by the Yankees to oversee their training, strength, and conditioning. This wasn't just limited Yankee players. It opened up to anyone in baseball who needed a home to continue the preparations. He created a Cressy says creating a safe environment and keeping the camp discreet were challenges and priorities that his team managed to meet and uphold. He said the health and safety part was hard. We had to really we had to have really small groups use it use all ten thousand square feet of the facility, but the security aspect of it was probably even more challenging to be discreet and give these guys an element of privacy. Guys were saying it was like Fight Club or Prohibition Baseball. If people knew what we were doing, we would have had 10,000 people at Palm Beach Gardens High School to watch us. At a time, you'd imagine if fans would have got there, that would have been pretty freaking cool. And there was no known cases of the virus among players at Cressy's camp. Some rules had to be tweaked. There was absolutely no sliding allowed during the game. Social distancing protocols were also in place which should give the players involved a preview of what's, co- what's to come during the MLB season. There also wasn't an unlimited supplies of baseballs available to be used. There was, however, an endless supply of trash talking. According to Milwaukee Brewers first baseman Logan Morrison, the camp did more than help players stay sharp. It built camaraderie as tensions grew between the union and the league. All the labor fight between the league and players raged on. The group camaraderie grew even stronger as the labor, you know, it was terrible. Come on, 60 games. 
Morrison estimates it was a mix of about 8% COVID-19 and 92% the owners that united the group. Scherzer, a unirep, would often feel questions while throwing. Uh, he had his own personal quarantine catcher in Baltimore's Brian Holiday. Was a frequent fixture in the live batting practice, but didn't pitch in either of the final week games. Oh, interesting. He said uh, Justin Verlander asked him to, for feedback on his slider following a bullpen session. If ever there was opportunity for a hard knock style baseball training camp show, this would have been the one to film. The story shared, the athletic reporter, excellent. We can only imagine the stories that will never leave the premises of Palm Beach Gardens High School. How about being there? How much would you pay to see that stuff? A veritable hoo-hoo of baseball players. I'll tell you, Eric Cressy, dude. Nice, nice, uh, nice to keep it hidden and no one knew about it. That was, that was your form of fight club, man. Pretty freaking cool. Very freaking cool. And my friend Melissa gave me this. It's called the Woman Maker, but it could be anything. And it's basically a squat into a push-up, into a row, into a squat, into a shoulder press. So I'm going to do it. She said she's going to do, do it every day for 30 days. I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I might try too. And I love that in, in Alabama, people were holding coronavirus parties with a payout when one gets infected. So one person come to the party is infected. And, if, and whoever gets infected from that person at the party gets a payout. I think that's just fantastic. I saw that. I was like, it's good to know the world's not going to shit. Oh, wait, it is going to shit. And a lot of people depressed. I've been talking to people. We're all feeling a little blah. It's understandable. It is not the best time right now, but we got to deal with it. Now, you've heard about that they are now going to play, lift every voice and sing is going to play, is expected to perform live or play before every week one NFL game, and the league is considering a variety of other measures during the upcoming season to recognize victims of police brutality. Oh, before every week one NFL. So it's not the whole season, it's just week one. A source familiar with the league discussion told the undefeated on Thursday, song would be performed before the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, season opener is supposed to be September 10th when the Chiefs host the Texans. I guess we'll see how this w- works. I want to know what Rock thought. So I saw Ted Cruz put, well, why can't they have the Asian National Anthem? Why can't they have the Hispanic National Anthem? I said, bring them all. Let's play all of them. So everybody's covered the Indian National Anthem, whatever you want, Native American, Indian, the Indian National Anthem, the Native American, every group, Japanese, because not every Asian one is, there's Korean, there's Japanese. How about the Latin, yeah, the Colombian nationalism. How about the Puerto Rican, the Colombian, the Puerto Rico, the Venezuelan. Let's do them all. Get it all out there. And because everybody's upset, oh, you know, that they only should play the freaking national anthem. I got some flack. I was arguing with somebody yesterday about that. I, I don't know why it bothers them so much. I, I feel like, you know... NFL is predominantly African-American and they're trying to change things and it's week one game and I think that's cool. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. And I was trying to find... Jamel Hill got caught with offensive comments after trying to cancel Barstool Sports and she changes the rules in the process. All right. Whatever. Yeah, Barstool Sports. I'm not a big fan. So, 
I guarantee you more black people know the second verse of Lift Every Voice and Sing than white people know the second verse of the Star Strong About It. I know all three. Okay. Most, most white people don't know that. Yeah, so they're going to play it. and I, So that's what I was trying to see. I wanted to see what Jamel Hill thought about it because I was talking to some people and everybody's getting upset, you know. Yeah, they'll play. On top of that, the persons in the league will be collaborating with players to recognize victims of systemic racism about the season in a variety of ways, including use of educational programs and storytelling about the victims and their families similar to the league's PSAM Botham Gene released in January. And the Super Bowl commercial on Corey Jones featuring his cousin, former NFL star Anquan Bolden. They've committed $250 million to con- combat systemic racism. She said, if, if, she said, if black lives truly mattered to the owners beyond just the black players who helped them fill stadiums and add zeros to the bank accounts, they would es- eschew their own comfort and prove that their intentions are serious. Ross can't just throw money at complex social justice issues and expect that to absolve him of his affiliation with Trump, whose administration has proudly obstructed the very progress that Ross, Ross now claims he's just dedicated to making. He needs to send the message that he's serious about this commitment to eradicating injustice by distancing himself from Trump. So Jamel Hill wants to get the president out of the office, which is, you know, listen, I understand that. This is what the group, our goal is to get Trump out. So president, yeah, yeah. you see, I'm not a politician, but I think there are steps that have to be made. And I understand that if you support, you know, listen, Jamel Hill is a very, what's the word I want to use? She causes electricity wherever she goes. She's not there. She's definitely there to rock the boat to get people to feel, to deal with the real issues. And it's nice that they sing a song, but they really got to do more stuff than it. Singing a song, what does that do? Okay, it brings to light that not everybody can relate to the Star Spangled Banner. And I understand that. And that's cool. And I, I, I respect that. But there are other issues. At, and really, I was, th- I was up all night. I was thinking about this. And I was saying to myself, what everybody wants, and everybody says, and I've heard this from groups saying, you know, you know, when my family came over, my parents are first generation American and they weren't given everything. And there's been the people have asked for reparations in the trillions for being held slaves. And then some people said, well, you know, blacks over in Africa brought this, let the slaves come over. I said, that's not the point. And then they bring up how, you know, their, 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 their immigrant family came over to this country and made everything and made, you know, came over here and just, and just push forward. And people get upset about that stuff. And people also, and I, I understand where I understand where they're coming from that. But what I want to say to all that is that what African Americans want, they want to be on a level playing field. And I don't feel they're on a level playing field right now. And that's the key. A level playing field. Forget about the reparations. Forget about all that stuff. Given the same opportunities to succeed in life that other people are. And I feel like some of the school systems in the inner city are thrown to shit. Just thrown to shit. There are charter schools I've heard in Bergen. I was talking to my PT guy that most of the money went to the charter schools and the inner city schools got fucked, that all the Hasidic Jewish, uh, the Orthodox Jews got on the board and all the money, the state money went to the charter schools, which was the Orthodox schools and the inner city schools got fucked. And that means those kids aren't on a level playing field. And that's what I want. I want, I'm not even worried about me. I'm talking about the kids. I'm talking about Gumbushev's kids. I'm talking about all the kids growing up now, all the kids in college, Shari's kids. Everybody's kids, I, I've, have, I've lived half my life, but the kids, I want all the kids to have a level playing field. All of them. 
every I want gumbo chefs. I want rocks, nieces, nephews. I want everybody's kids to be on Bumble's nieces and nephews. All that stuff. I want them all on a level playing field to have the same opportunities and the same chance to succeed as everyone else. That's what I want out of all this. Did I make myself clear? I saw a big fire today on Fifth Avenue. I was like, Jesus, that looked that did not look good. Sorry, I ran back at home and I died of thirst. Okay, listen to this. I love when they say this. I think Cam has basically said he's playing for respect this season, but they said QB is getting more guaranteed money than Cam this season. Joshua Dobbs, Matt Barkley, Jarrett Stidham, C.J. Beathard, Jacob Eason, Matt Schaub, Ryan Finley, Will Greer, Blaine Gabbert, Brett Hundley, Mason Rudolph, A.J. McCarron, Robert Griffin, Andy Dalton, and Chase Daniel. A lot of people, man. A lot of freaking people. And I knew I should have changed my battery. My battery's going to freaking die. It's going to piss me off. I'm going to have to do two shows today. If it happens, it happens. All right, Texas A&M. Football program violated NCAA recruiting and countable athletically related activity rules between January 2018 and February 2019, according to agreement released by the D1 Committee on Infractions. Jimbo Fisher violated, also violated responsibility rules. The university... Head coach and NCAA enforcement staff agreed that the head coach and an assistant coach had impermissible recruiting contact with a prospect at his high school. The conversation was impermissible because it occurred before the completion of the prospect's junior in high school. That's what they're going after. Before his junior. Can we just relax these fucking rules? Are you kidding me? That's what the big rule is? Oh, my God. So he wasn't a junior yet. The head coach failed to you know, promote an atmosphere of compliance because of his personal involvement in the recruiting violation. Uh, one year probation, a fine of 5000 a reduction in football of official visits by 70 days during the 2019-20 academic year, which already finished, and if off-campus recruiting ban for the entire football coaching staff for November 2019, which reduced the permissible evaluation days for the 2019-20 academic year by 19. A seven-day off-campus recruiting ban by the football coaching staff for the 2020 the, and they can't recruit the prospect. I've been recruiting any prospects from the prospects high school high school for the next three academic years. A six-month show cause order for the head coach. The terms of the show cause order include a previously served nine-day ban on phone calls, emails, or texts with prospects in January 2020. I, all right. A, a six-month show cause order for the assistant coach. That's also a nine-day ban. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. But this was cool. So, you know what, G- guys, you can't just let, yeah, I know they can't recruit before junior year, but they're doing it anyway. They got caught. Hal, it makes, has to make Hal laugh a little bit. Okay, and Major League Lacrosse with six teams is doing a one-week season starting July 18th, coming in with championship game July 26th. They'll be, the games will be held at Navy Marine Corps Stadium will be shown by, by ESPN and ESPN Plus and all their channels. So, basically, they're going to play the week out. So the bridge season will go every day through Friday, July 24th with two games daily. The top four seeds advance to the championship weekend, semifinal Saturday the 25th, championship game Sunday. Boom. That's the way it should be. Quick, clean, all. Bam. They want to put it one place. There'll be no fans there. They'll uh, compile 25-team rosters with five reserves. Players will stay at the nearby Weston. It's the 20th season and features a lot of changes. And, you know, hey, listen, 
I think it's a good move. I like it. Yeah, I think it's cool. Got the whole season. Oh, and the eight teams not invited to the NBA's restart. They're considering doing a second bubble in Chicago because, they, you know, training camps and games could be played by these eight clubs by September per uh, Adrian Wojnarowski. On, on July 30th, the NBA will kick off their season with the Pelicans and Jazz playing each other in the Lakers and Clippers meeting. So the eight teams not invited will, will the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pistons, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Hornets, the Warriors, and the Timberwolves. I also saw the Knicks are going to bring... Jason Kidd in for a interview. Hey, listen, eight teams want to you know get some. It'll be like a scrimmage, getting together to scrimmage. Eight teams didn't get to really finish their season. We'll see what happens. I think that's a good thing. I'm all for it. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, the Redskins. Yeah, and there's a picture of uh, Owen, ESPN's all-time greatest great, greatest baseball team from my cousin Hal. Ben McDonald from LSU. Greg Swindell from Texas, both pitchers. Houston, Houston Street was a great reliever. Will Clark at a Mississippi State. Todd Walker at LSU. Alex Bregman at LSU. Robin Ventura, Oklahoma State, with a all-time hitting streak. Barry Bonds at Arizona State. J.D. Drew from Florida State. Joe Carter from Wichita State. That's a right fielder. And the catchers, Buster Posey, and the two-way players, John Olerun from Washington State. I said, thank you, Hal. That's a cool one. And Kobe Bryant will appear on two NBA 2K21 covers. Gracing the front of current and next generation Mamba Forever editions of the game. I think that's cool. I'm cool with that. And the Colts are excited about, which I, I would have loved the Jets to get, Michael Pittman Jr. at USC and Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. They're going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. No. All these guys making more money than Cameron Hughes give a shit. No, he doesn't care at all. He's cool with it. Yeah. Zion Williamson looking diesel. Camp said it's about respect, as well it should be. It should be about respect. It's always about respect. And Duncan Robinson, Heat's guard, said, points out the G League, between the G League and the year of Williams College, and well-equipped well to play in front of empty gyms. Amen to that, brother. And I saw uh, Frank Lenker sent me a picture of the Washington Warriors old helmet. It's pretty cool. It's got a feather thing to it. And uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are good. They'll be ready to hoop. And so no hard feelings, which is what it should be. Let's play. FedEx, who paid $25 million for the name rights to Washington Stadium, asked team to change his name. Will Dan Snyder agree? No, I don't think so. I don't think he gives a shit. I really don't think he cares. Conor McGregor, does he want to fight uh, the head of WWE? I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, the Knicks missed a conference call, so they can interview head coach and candidates. I guess it's more important than a conference call. I don't think they really needed those phone calls anyway. And the Clippers had to close their practice facility after positive tests and traveling party for COVID-19. There's a, the basketball tournament's a winner-take-all. They had three teams drop out because of the COVID. So that does not look well for the future. And Luka Doncic says, it's going to be weird playing without fans in Orlando, but we'll do the same routine, same as all. Yeah, dude, you're getting paid, so you'll do everything the same. I'm tired of hearing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's a little bit of whining, and I need you to shut up. Yeah, Nike removes, removes Red Sox merchandise, the only team to have all, none of their stuff on the Nike site. How about that? But we, yeah. Do, are, am I shocked? No, not at all. Not at all. At, at all about any of that. And NFL, NFL players could be fine for breaking coronavirus-related protocols during the upcoming season. Thank you, Dan Graziano. And Garrett Cole, I saw pitching off the mound. And Hal said to me, good for him, which was nice. And Oklahoma State's 
uh, you know, said there's been no no racism. That uh, our internal review found that Coach Gunny needs to invest more time in building stronger relationships with the student athletes. However, review has uncovered no signs or indication of racism. So Mike Gunny's been cleared by the by the by the school. He's a good guy. So you know the is is uh wearing his uh t-shirt promoting one America News Network. That's okay. And a player calling him out, Hubbard calling him out. No, it's it's all good. Gundy is a good man, right? You believe that? No, I didn't believe it either. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think ridiculous. Oh, and I got to do these new exercises too, which is going to suck. All right. Time is a-wasting. I don't want to have to. Let's do this. Trivia question from last show. Who is the first Stanford baseball player to make the Hall of Fame? Lanker got this right. Mike Mucina. Mike Mucina in 2019. Three football players from Stanford in the Hall of Fame. John Elway, James Lofton, and Ernie Nevers. Okay, who was the last player in the National League to hit 400? Who was the last National League player to hit 400? Who, that's, that's the question I got for today. Folks, I'm sorry I'm short and sweet, but my battery's dying and I wanted to get my whole show in. So let's all be nice to each other. Treat people, treat people the way you want to be treated. Let's put everyone in the same playing field, folks. Okay, let's do it. Have a happy 4th, everybody. Love you. Peace out.